Hello and welcome to my first podcast. I'm very happy to bring you my thoughts on spiritual matters. I'll be sharing stories and experiences to help you in your darkest days, especially if you're stuck. And who is not stuck, especially these days, right? (laughs) I find it helpful to talk about what we want. So we'll be keeping podcasts strictly positive. This is a space for love and light and inspiration. So to kick off this brand new episode, I would like to talk about my favourite books for mental health. Now, there are thousands of resources out there to help you get through depression, anxiety and panic attacks. I'm going to talk about the books that have helped me get through the toughest periods of my life. So first up is a charming little book called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse by Charlie Mackay. I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right. Charlie Mackay. M-A-C-K-E-A-Y. Now, this book caught my eye in a bookshop. I won't mention the name, but I don't know about you, but there's something so soothing about going into a bookshop, especially if you're a book lover. Um, Everything is so well organised, and um, the people working in bookshops, I find, are very friendly, and they're eager to help with any queries that you might have, very knowledgeable. So if you're suffering from anxiety or social anxiety as many of us are since it's been a long time since we've socialized with each other right so then a bookshop is the ideal place to visit to get back to the um the routine of socializing there's not too much pressure and you can just have a browse uh, for books in peace without people bothering you um anyway this beautiful little book the boy the mole the fox and the horse by charlie mckay caught my eye um i must say Uh, There are no page numbers, so I have no clue how many pages there are exactly, but it's quite a heavy book. Um, It's a hardcover. I'm not sure if there's a paperback version, but it looks beautiful. I'm going to pick up my copy now. Um, The front cover is very simple. I love a book that doesn't have a busy cover. It's very simplistic. Um, And get this, the author has created the illustrations himself. Is extremely talented and um, the book also contains the original handwriting of the author so it's printed on the pages alongside the illustrations and it gives it a beautiful look um, I'm going to read the introduction for you so you can see what it's about the boy the mole the fox and the horse this book is dedicated to my lovely kind mum and my wonderful dog Dill Oh, it's just so beautiful, guys. The illustrations are so perfect. So charming. Um, okay. Hello. You started at the beginning, which is impressive. I usually start in the middle and never read introductions. It's surprising that I've made a book because I'm not good at reading them. The truth is I need pictures. They are like islands, places to get into in a sea of words. This book is for everyone, whether you are 80 or 8. I feel like I'm both sometimes. I'd like it to be one you can dip into anywhere, anytime. Start in the middle, if you like. Scribble on it, crease the corners and leave it well thumbed. The drawings are mainly of a boy, a mole, a fox and a horse. I'll tell you a little bit about them although I'm sure you'll see things here that I don't, so I'll be quick. The boy is lonely when the mole first surfaces. They spend time together, gazing into the wild. I think the wild is a bit like life, 
frightening sometimes, but beautiful. In their wanderings, they meet a fox. It's never going to be easy meeting a fox if you're a mole. The boy is full of questions. The mole is greedy for cake. The fox is mainly silent and wary because he's been hurt by life. Who isn't, right? The horse is the biggest thing they have ever encountered and also the gentlest. They are all different like us and each has their own weaknesses. I can see myself in all four of them. Perhaps you can too. I certainly can. Their adventures happen in springtime, where one moment snow is falling and the sun shines. The next, which is also a little bit like life, it can turn on a sixpence. I hope this book encourages you perhaps to live courageously with more kindness for yourself and for others and to ask for help when you need it, which is always a brave thing to do couldn't agree more. <laughs> when I was making the book I often wondered who on earth am I to be doing this but as the horse says the truth is everyone is winging it. So I say spread your wings and follow your dreams. This book is one of mine. I hope you enjoy it and much love to you. Thank you Charlie. Oh, it's a great little book. This beautiful beautiful book. Um so yeah, that's the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. Highly recommend it if you're looking for something charming to pick you up. Um, it kind of reminded me of The Little Prince. I could go into that one for hours, but that's for another episode maybe. Yes, the boy, the uh, the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. I always get the names mixed up. $16.99. Um, I think I got it cheaper online. Um, you can also search for a secondhand copy. I'm not sure if they stock them in libraries yet, but um, a very good read, well recommended for mental health. Next up is a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Dr. Victor Frankl. Now this book completely changed my outlook on things. The philosophy of Dr. Frankl is absolutely a lifesaver. Man's Search for Meaning forms the basis of logotherapy, which is an approach to psychotherapy. So you might have heard of Freud's psychoanalysis, which looks at the past and the subconscious, and Adler's psychology, which looks at the individual. Logotherapy was developed by Dr. Frankel in concentration camps. It's absolutely stunning and breathtaking. And the underlining point is we are responsible for our own lives. He gives an account of his experiences in these extremely adverse conditions, a concentration camp. And the book details how he developed his ideas while facing the dangers of starvation, disease, daily abuse and the threat of death literally every hour. It is a very extreme example, but um, I guess when we talk about our circumstances and no matter how dire and depressing our circumstances may be, this is a man who suggests that the will to live is stronger than anything that's against you. Dr. Frankel uh, survived by thinking about the love he had for his wife. That's what gave him 
uh, I guess that's what sustained him, I guess, spiritually. Um, he would dream about how when the camp would be liberated and he would see his wife again. Um, he also talks about the importance of friendship and humour. This is something that we could take away from the book. How, although the prisoners were abused by the enemy, the Nazis, he suggests that those who survived were the ones who held on to their hopes and dreams, who formed strong, uh, strong friendships and humour, often at the expense of the enemy, the, uh, the, the, the guards at the... Um, who who would taunt the prisoners um and this is something that i live by no matter what happens to you no matter what adversity that you're faced with nobody absolutely nobody can enter your mind and tell you how to think um this frankl suggests is the loss of the human freedoms they can't take that away from you you have a choice in every situation you have a responsibility for your own life you can choose how to feel and how to think as you wish even if you're threatened with death nobody absolutely nobody I must stress can take that away from you and if that isn't empowerment I don't know what is um so yes man's search for meaning uh really recommend it I came upon this book while I was going through a heavy bout of depression um I just failed my university degree I was anxious about getting a job and really hopeless feeling very hopeless um and i was in barbican library and i noticed this book and i noticed on the cover it was what caught my interest was uh what caught my attention was a little bird um the book has an illustration of a little bird the front cover um and i love birds i think they're a symbol of hope and um I picked it up and I read it and I have no regrets, guys. It's a life-changing book. Um, I think, I'm not sure, but I think you can get a copy from the Barbican Library. It might still be there. If you're living in London, uh, pop by and check it out. Um, you can also buy a copy online, um, an e-book for $3.99. So finally, a book that's been quite popular in the last couple of years called Ikigai by Hector Garcia and Frances Mirals. I'm not sure if I spelt his, uh, if I pronounced his name right, but The Japanese Secret to Long and Happy Life is the title. This book also has a chapter on logotherapy, which I wasn't expecting. It was a nice surprise. Um, again, a beautiful cover, light blue, with an illustration of a cherry blossom tree on the front. Um, it's divided into nine chapters, each talking about the secrets to a long and happy life. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm obsessed with Japanese culture, in particular, their simplicity of life, their philosophy, the advancement in technology, uh, the unhurried approach to living, not forgetting to mention the amazing cuisine. So this caught my interest. Um, this book isn't about mental health specifically, but it has some handy tips on how to live a long and healthy and balanced life. The whole book is based around the concept of ikigai, which roughly translates to being happy by keeping busy. The research of the book focuses on the lifestyles of the inhabitants of Okinawa, which is an island in Japan, who hold the record for the longest uh, for the longest living people. Their secret to living a long and happy life is mainly having a reason for living. So this might remind you of the phrase, he who has a why to live can bear almost anyhow by Friedrich Nietzsche. This phrase is also mentioned by Dr. Frankel in Man's Search for Meaning. So what we can take away from both books is follow your passion. 
and do what makes you happy. And if you don't have a passion or a favourite hobby, find one. Find something to do. Keep busy, no matter how small it is. Schedule an activity that takes you out of your mind and into a place of productivity and positivity. Ikigai, the final book I wholeheartedly recommend in this episode. Uh, online retail price is less than £10. You can also find online versions, uh, ebook versions. Um, that's it for me for now. Uh, join me for the next episode. If you like this episode, please share with friends and family. Anyone you feel might need it. And if you have any suggestions for topics you would like me to cover, please leave me a voice message and I will do my best to integrate it into a future episode. Wishing you happy reading. Take care, guys. Bye.